Hey everybody, welcome to Journey of the Roadrunner. I'm Paul Stressner, a Rhode Islander on the journey to run a race in all 50 states. Joining me is my friend and personal trainer, Adriana Ferns, and together we strive to inspire you to live a healthier, happier life by exploring the transformative power of running, both physical and mental wellness, as well as personal growth. Our podcast covers a wide range of topics, including fitness, nutrition, mindfulness, and self-improvement. We invite a diverse range of guests to share their insights, including authors, podcasters, athletes, and individuals who are making a difference in Rhode Island. Journey of the Roadrunner aims to inform, entertain, and motivate our listeners to embark on their own journeys towards optimal health and well-being. Now let's get the show on the road. Hey, everybody. I hope you like that new opener. This is Paul here. And Adriana. Yeah. Today, we have a very special guest. She's a writer, a mental health professional. In her books, you'll find real-life stories from everyday people who are beating the odds, determined to live full, rich lives, something we should all aspire to. A couple of recent books I know you love are uh, Never Too Late, Inspiration, Motivation, and Sage Advice from Seven Later in Life Athletes. And the recently published You Are Limitless, Anxiety, Grief, Trauma, Addiction, Seven Inspiring Stories of Hope and Healing. We present to you Kate Champion. Hi, Kate. Hello. Hey, Kate. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to connect. Hi. <laughs> um, I think I first found you when I was um, searching for Kindle Unlimited. I was looking for um, like autobiography, uh, like nonfiction books about writing. And then you came up and it, it just like, caught my attention the um never too late because that's perfect we cover that a lot so then I read the book I said oh my god I'd love to have her on and then you just happen to have a new book released <laughs> just a couple of months ago so we're excited about that I don't know could, I guess starting off could you give us a little background on yourself and what inspired you to write these books yeah absolutely so um I'm I'm heading into my sixth sixth decade so I'm gonna be 60 in April okay. I wrote that first book never too late about I'm really bad with time so maybe about four three three years ago four years ago published that yeah. on my fit around the 55th birthday and I was um a runner trail runner and I really wanted to get um get out and try backpacking and I had no community right when you're when you're 55 or 56 and you're a female you know none of my friends were interested in you know, lugging, lugging up the hills and getting sweaty and getting dirty and just getting messed up, right? So it's like, okay, I really need a community. So I started, you know, writing that book with the intention of building kind of community and also sharing stories. There's some men in there, but really focus on females and really focusing on like, you don't have to stop, right? Just because you turn 40 or 45 or 50 or 60 or 70, you just don't have to stop. And that was my, you know, that was my inspiration for Never Too Late. Yeah, that book is awesome. I read it. I got it for Christmas oh. and I loved it. And I really did. I've had a few injuries myself that really discouraged me. And, you know, I'm, I'm an obstacle racer. I trail run. Um, I just re recently got into Movnat uh, a couple of years ago. I shouldn't say recently, a couple, few years ago, 2021. And, um, you know, I have some people who say to me, they're like, well, are you getting a little old to this stuff? And like, if anything, it drives, it pisses me off. So it drives me to do more. I'm like, I'll show them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You yeah. Know, and I, 100%. It, it, 
Yeah, and it, it was inspiring. Um, Pat, she was awesome. She was one of my faves. And Butch, yeah. he, that guy cracks me up. He got like hammered one night and then just went for it. That's right. Yeah, he totally got the shit face and then yeah. just like, like hardly made it out of bed in the morning. He packed his gear and drove, I don't know, three or four hours and showed up at the start line. And I forget what it was, 150 miles and took yeah. totally did it. Yeah, so, you know, yeah, awesome. Yeah, I love the book is so inspired. Honestly, I, I it's one of those books I'll read again. You know, I don't usually read books a few times, but there's a couple that I really I think that that was just such an inspiring book. And it really shows. I mean, some of these people, their age, what they're doing, it's like unbelievable. And how they when they started, they started older. It's not like they were doing this their yeah. whole lives and they're conditioned. They started conditioning later. So, you know, yeah. it's it's, I train different populations and I have some older people. I have an older woman now who's 71. She came in, she was frustrated one day. And she said, I can't build muscle anymore, you know, and this and that. And I said, where are you hearing this? Like, who's telling you this shit? Yeah, you know? Right. And so we started doing some stuff and I'm like, you, when she came in, so the pandemic had her sitting, she ended up, I trained her before the pandemic and she was one of those people I really have to push. Um, she had pinched a nerve, I think just from sitting. So she had yeah. a pain, she was limping. And, you know, I said, listen, like, you got to just start getting strong again. And she did. I go, you're not even walking with the cane anymore. You, f She lost her cane because she just put it somewhere. <laughs> you know, and I said, how do you, what do you think? You think no muscle is building? Like, how do you think that started well, again? You know? Is that a cane behind you? Did you take it from her? <laughs> you know, she said that. She goes, did you, Adriana, did you take my cane? I go, listen. I could be an ass, but I wouldn't steal an old lady's cane, you know? And then, and it's funny because I laughed all the time because I made a joke with her all the time. I'm like, I get that cane in my car, you need it. You know, because at the end of the day though, it is, it's like people get discouraged when they're older and you know, I'm 44, so I'm not, I'm not a puppy anymore, but I'm, I, I'm at that point in my life where I still want to thrive and do more, you know? So it's like, I, I really found this book to be inspiring just, and I want to share it with my clients because I'm, I do have some people who get, you know, they have an accident or something happens like, well, I'm just getting too old. I'm like, that's bullshit. You're only as old as you make yourself feel, you know? Exactly. Exactly. I love what you're saying because you're saying a couple of things that really resonate with me. First of all, that, you know, if you have, so that's what my second book is focused on, right? You are limitless is about using movement and also nature to really overcome things like addiction anxiety depression yeah. autoimmune disease i've i've i have healed from uh, two i have two autoimmune diseases one of them can complete remission and one i just use a b12 injection for i've broken my wrist i've um you know one of the diseases i couldn't even get up and walk out of bed horrible but I wasn't gonna I mean I said I'm gonna be a poster child I'm gonna be a poster child for this fucking disease and it's not gonna let's not gonna let me down you know because right. I imagine a life not moving not moving and not getting out there um so I thank god I healed recovered used a lot of movement nature I process a lot of my own trauma and crap and grief. I think that's vital for people. And yeah. then, you know, got out in nature and I really, I really dialed in my food and like my nutrition as well. A bit of a sugar addict, you know, so I had to kind of dial that down. And I have to tell you, I'm complete remission and I owe it, I swear, to movement, getting out in nature, processing through that trauma and keeping moving. You know, age is just a number. Yeah, and there's more studies now that, that that they're looking at chronological age, but they're also looking at physiological age, mm -hmm. right? Right. There's a physiological age, so it's we're so head in the head with the numbers. It's just don't believe it. Don't believe no, it. You're Hold right. Up.
Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for this book. I'm going to get this one next. I'm a paper girl. I have this book. I'm, I'm all about paper. I have a Kindle, but it just died. No. And I never picked it up again. Yeah. I, I like love paper. paper too. I like paper. Yeah. Feel and, yeah, I'm excited. I'm gonna have to get this one next. So I, I was gonna try to read it right before, but I'm doing two two books at the same time right now. So I gotta finish those before I can. <laughs> I think if you like Never Too Late, I think you you'll enjoy the second the yes, second one. Definitely. I'm excited. Yeah, your vibe is yeah. just awesome. The way you write, like everything, it's very readable. It's, yeah. You're a good storyteller. Like it's good. Mm-hmm. You, I really, I try to be real, and that's another one of my yeah. things. I try to be real and genuine, right? Just yeah. here it is. This is who I am. You get me today, like I go to work, like I show up with my kids. This is, this is, you know, so that's important too, like living your truth, right? Yeah. Living, mm-hmm. I think that's really important too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's exactly, yeah, we touch on that all the time. Yeah. Absolutely, and, uh, yeah. And, and I, one of my, actually one of my favorite quotes is from UK. <laughs> he said, I don't buy into the socially contrived crisis mentality, the midlife crisis, quarter life crisis, three quarter life crisis. Like, like you said, it's, it's just a number like <laughs> I know people that are probably like in their 30s and they're like oh I'm getting old and then <laughs> meanwhile yeah. you're reading about um 80 year old nuns doing um <laughs> right tri- triathlons and stuff yeah <laughs> right right we right. have uh I was telling Paul we have a man at the gym and I said to him he used to be he's got the he had a running shirt on from the 70s like the year I was born, 78. <laughs> I said, is that from 78? He's like, you bet your ass it is. And I'm like, I wonder how that smells. I didn't say that, but you know, and he, he was so happy. And I said, what are you running these days? Like he's like, he's only running five miles a day. Uh, he's only running only. Five miles <laughs> only. And it was funny. He goes, you know, I used to run the ultras. He's like, I, I had to slow it down a little. I'm only doing five a day. And it just made me laugh because he, it was so like, I mean, yeah. there's people in their twenties who aren't running five miles or yeah. even close, you know, yeah. what a champ, what a champ, right? Yeah. yeah. But I aspire to, so Paul, Paul, you have, you know, you connected with my group on Facebook, the back of yes. that, that group is again, I mean, those people in that group also inspire me and keep me going too. I'm just talking about building community, but there's people in that group, you know, just regular everyday people that are doing some really incredible things. You know, we've got 50, yeah. 60, 70, 80 year olds and they're out there, they're hiking, they're swimming, they're doing triathlons, you know, it's freaking awesome, freaking awesome, yeah. Yeah, so I saw a post from somebody on there that they, already ran um the uh, half marathon in all 50 states and she's going around again <laughs> and i'm over here yeah. on a 50 state journey to run a 5k it's like oh man i can sip on my game <laughs> that, that's inspiring that's cool it is it's all inspiring i think anybody that gets up out of bed and puts those shoes on and gets out the door whatever that is if it's a walk to the mailbox and back right or if it's yeah. 100 miles it doesn't matter i think that that's inspiring so all about it yeah Okay, yeah. I can't remember in your book if you mentioned, did you do sports or anything as a child? You know, I was a real, I was, no, I hated sports. I didn't run. I was a pack a day smoker. I'm from okay. England, right? So we smoke a lot, we drink a lot, we eat a lot of cheese and butter and sugar. That was pretty much my diet growing okay. up. Okay. Yeah. So I was kind of pudgy, a kind of pudgy teen. And um, I really didn't get into running until. I did some running to help with some, um, just kind of some weight loss as a, like in my twenties, but I didn't really get into running into my thirties and I didn't really get into it seriously 
until after I was in my recovery from that autumn immune disease. And I didn't start backpacking seriously until I was 55. Okay. I was backpacking, was doing those long overnights, you know, getting out on the trail for two, three, four nights at a time, really covering some mileage, which yeah. I love to do now. It's one of my favorite things to do, but it's been incremental and I've done more as I've got older, not less, right? Okay. And done and doing, not even done, doing, currently doing more as I get older than I ever did when I was younger. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I did notice that never too late, there was a pattern of um, these, these athletes that when they first started out, they, you know, they started out slow and, you know, slowly built their way up. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of times people see that um, people doing marathons and then like, oh, I can never do that. That's <laughs> too much. So they think they get right out the door. They need to right. <laughs> be able to do that. So yeah. yeah, I yeah, I just noticed that they slowly built up no matter what the swimmer, mountain climbing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Baby steps, baby, yeah. baby steps. Yeah, that's in my, important. In my mental health practice, I also work a lot with um kind of performance, you know, and that's one of my messages is like you've just gotta you've just gotta start somewhere. Mm-hmm. Where the question, right? Where are you willing to start? Are you willing right. to start with a walk to the mailbox? Are you willing to start with a walk around the block? Are you mm-hmm. willing to start with half an hour in the gym? Right. Where are you willing to start? And then let's build on that. You know, mm-hmm. that's such a key question. Such a key question. Yeah. I love that. So just from like a writing point of view, because actually we're both, <laughs> Adrian and I are both writers. Um, how, did, how did you, um, well, I think in the book, you said how you found everybody, but how did you interview them? Did you interview them like in person, on Zoom, emails? How did that come about? It was about? all over the phone. Um, let me think, is that true? Yep, all over the phone. And then uh, with a digital digital recorder. Obviously, I set up, the, set up the interview questions. We had kind of a pre-interview chat on the phone just to make mm-hmm. sure they were a good fit for the project. And right. then set up interviews and then use use the phone. It was one of them was during COVID. So, you know, everyone was like shut in and yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all over the phone and a lot of emails back and forth. And yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I love the questions that you asked. Like you even had like um kind of like a um, what do you call it? Like you broke in with like asking with a favorite quote and the must-read book mm-hmm. and everything, and then you got their background. Mm-hmm. And I love how you ask like those questions. They all have different answers. <laughs> so all like, different you can to anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they all had different. There was, but in my mind, there was a similar thread, right? And the similar mm-hmm. thread, is you just have to get out and get moving and start slowly, right? This was probably the message in all of them: get out, yeah. start slowly, but just start somewhere and and build from there. Yeah, and then you, age is not a limitation, right? That's mm-hmm. the other, other big message. Age is not a limitation. Now, with your mental health background, do you have any advice for people like who, you know, even like who have been working out and are fit, who get an injury? And you, you know, I I think like from a personal experience, I had a broken ankle, and I've had way worse things happen to me in life. But mm-hmm. I woke up and they broke my ankle. It was an accident because they were taking some old hardware out. So it, it really, it put me in a weird, dev- like I, I'm not a depressed person and yeah. I was in pretty, I was devastated. It was like three months until I really could even mm. small recover. It was a really traumatic break. 
the way they did yeah. it because they were pulling hardware out. So do you wow. have any advice to people who get like, like a debilitating injury who really that like exercise isn't just to keep me in shape. It's for my mental health, you know? Yeah. Yeah, do you have advice totally for people that. like that who are using yeah. it for mental health? And it's my life. So, you know. Yes. Yeah. And I completely connect because I feel exactly the same way. I mean, that, you know, I go to therapy, but it's also my therapy. So for me to be sidelined like that for three months just must have been devastating for you. But yeah. I, would, I would, you know, if you were a client, I might suggest like, okay, so what else can you do? Right. So can you do some upper body? Can you do some chair yoga? Can you? you know can what what other things can you do can you start to do some breath work can you do something that's going to get because it's not just the running right but it's the, the physical movement and it's trying to get that dopamine going right because yeah. that's feeling right here when, when we're exercising and moving it's all about keeping those dopamine levels up so what else you know what else could you do while you're in this rehab stage and also i would encourage you to, to try and get back to doing something as quickly as you can even if you've got like so i use a rower right if, so even if you've got one leg you can't see it one leg off the rower and you're just like you know using the other leg and you're still yeah. body or you're doing you're in the chair and you're doing some arm you know some weights with your arms or you're using those um elastic kind of bands yes. whatever you can do while your leg is kind of stationary and healing obviously under doctor's orders of course um but yeah I would just you know just try and keep moving as much as you can getting daylight right getting daylight sitting outside making sure that you're getting that daylight because that can help give you the dopamine boost making sure you're sleeping well making sure you're hydrating getting enough water in the system is really important for that healing process yeah and talking to somebody I would I would be I would be talking to somebody about yeah. the the loss, right? That's a loss, right? It's, yeah, it's a, a grieving process. It is. So really talking about that, because that's going to help, you know, that's going to help the recovery process too, right? It's not just about the body. It's mind, body, body, mind. It's the mental attitude, like really just, you, it's a whole holistic thing. It's healing. Yeah. Whatever your healings, it's holistic. You can't, can't cut any corners. Yeah. Thank you for that. <laughs> Yeah, it's amazing the the connection between the mind, body, and nature. I don't know, yeah, yes. just that sunlight, just being out. Sunlight, <laughs> fresh air. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one hundred percent, absolutely. I feel like I haven't sworn enough. Do I need to swear more? <laughs> I mean, if you want, we're, we really we invite it. You did swear a little, so that helps because like we're we're you know we're we're not always the most behaved you. So we had this one podcast, Kate, this was one of my favorites that it didn't record. We, it started off with asparagus making your pee smell and it turned into who named the urinal cake? Like, why is it a urinal cake? So it turned in, this is like what kind of stuff happens on this podcast. So anything goes, if you, if you have, if there's any, any curiosity about anything, especially urinal cakes, we, we can get into it. <laughs> we have Dr. Google on hand. <laughs> Well, there was one episode we were discussing your book, and um, I had mentioned uh, Sister Madonna, and then um, oh, no, yeah. <laughs> then Adriana. This, one. this is a bad one. <laughs> Adriana described what it would be like if she was a nun. So I think um, if the Vatican ever hears it, I think we're going to be banned. So <laughs> <laughs> Last Temptation of Christ, Da Vinci Code, and Journey of the Road Runner on the banned list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was a. That was a fun one. <laughs> yeah. You guys have a great energy. Enjoying time together. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. We have a blast.
Yeah, yeah. Good, good. Oh, oh yes, because Sister Madonna, yeah, she's 87, she was 87 and <laughs> still like a yeah. world champion triathlete. So that's amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. She was actually one of my, she, so I interviewed her in Never Too Late. And um, I don't know, speaking to that woman was like, I don't know, speaking to, I don't know, I can't even put it into words. You know, some things it's hard to put language on. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just like a legend, right? She was just, just a freaking legend. And yeah. Just, it's just an energy, like almost a ethereal energy that I don't know that she was channeling from God, right? I mean, it was just like, I mean, just I'll never forget that interview. It's just beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. God's not even too old, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's right and we you know we were given these bodies there's, there's no i mean until mm -hmm. we have at the expiration date until it's like everything stops yeah you know we have another day right so yeah it. Oh, that's right yeah exactly yeah why well, go through life miserable i mean <laughs> yeah so it doesn't true. make sense to me yeah 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 because all the you know if you stay active and everything, people that are active, they I never seen somebody grumpy. And <laughs> no, it's true. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And uh, it goes back to that dopamine thing, right? You know, that's if you're true. moving, you know, you're creating that dopamine in the body, and that's just gotta have it, right? And it's not and the cool thing about dopamine is that you can make more, you know, yeah. you can make more, you can make more, you can make more. And the way you make more is getting out and moving, you know, it doesn't have to be a hundred miles. We walk around the block, a brisk walk, but we've just got to think about the chemistry as well. I think it's important. Mm -hmm. We also we touched on him a little bit on um, Butch Britain, Richard Butch Britain. I like I had messaged you about this, how I was inspired by him, and now when I do my races, I do it for um twenty two too many, the um yeah the group for veterans that like to suicide. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, powerful. So. Actually, did I did I read that? Did I read a post or did I listen to a podcast that you recently did a run with with for twenty two oh, too many? Did, yep, yep, did, yep. I okay. just did that. Yeah, Louisiana, New Orleans. Yep, mm -hmm. oh, that was my first yeah. one. So yeah, yeah, That's and it. I love that. It's a great organization. So yeah, so yeah, so you know, by putting this book out, yeah, I'm you touching my life, and yeah. hopefully I can spread the, you know, spread all this positivity out there. Yeah. <laughs> too much yeah. negative crap out there, so. Oh, right, and if you can give back, right, for me, it's like mm -hmm. if you can affect one one life positively, even for a few minutes, right, then it's a, it's a good day, <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. like, it's a exactly. day, yeah, for sure. <laughs> how did you choose, like, what order to put these in? Was there any specific order? Is this how you interviewed the what in order of the interviews and all that? Um, I, I because there weren't many males, I tried to sprinkle the males in between the females, and that that's so that was really the thing. So it's I think it's female, female, male, female, male, female, right? So we didn't have a whole bunch of women and with no men. And it's funny, I've had a hard time getting men. I mean, I don't mean it like that, you know, I'm married. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, so no one can see you. Kate, you're very attractive, so I don't think you have a hard time getting married. <laughs> Since we're on a podcast, no one can see you, so I just want the listeners to know that I don't think she's having a hard time getting married. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't mean it like that. But mean it but when I put a call out, when I put a call out for people, when I put a call out, mm -hmm. for, I call them um, people that would not like to participate in the project, right? In the project. Right. Um, I get a lot of response from women, a lot of response, but it's, it's not, I don't get as much from men. So the men haven't been as representative in my books as, as women. So that's the order, right? Kind of splitting mm -hmm. up women and putting the men in between. Yeah. Why do you think that is? That's a great question. It's, it's for me, I don't know. I'm just guessing. So for me as a therapist, right? I also see that in my practice, right? I see more women than I do so more women reach out and are prepared I think to to maybe be more vulnerable to share their story to um you know to kind of open up than males yeah um, I think it's changing I think it's changing because I'm also getting a lot more males in my practice over the years I can see it changing but I think it's um you know I think there might be a kind of a gender thing you know men aren't made it a little tougher for them to open up be vulnerable um, let's face it, some of my questions are pretty vulnerable. You know, I'm asking, I'm getting not super deep, but getting deep on some of these topics. So yeah, I don't know. Good question. Yeah, we talk about that on our podcast a lot, how men need to go to therapy more and that they should, that it means you're brave if you're, you know, and you're not a weak man because of that. Paul goes to therapy. We use him as an example yeah. all the time. <laughs> yeah, like an outlier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, you're trying to help yourself. Yeah. I mean, that makes you a stronger human. You know, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Anybody that shows up for therapy is, is a champion and courageous in my book. It's not it's not easy. I think it's vital. I think it's really important. Maybe it not is. vital, but important for that self-discovery, even if you don't really have anything uh, kind of big going on, right? You know, grief mm -hmm. loss or whatever, but just the self-discovery, self-knowledge, you so you can be better. For yourself and better for the people around you you know i think there's value in that but it takes courage so yeah anybody out there listening call a therapist in this in this instance yeah, yeah. Call, a, call a therapist get get it done yeah yeah i feel i go even if i feel like i don't have anything to talk about then i end up having a lot to talk about it's good to go yeah. for a tune-up so even if I don't feel like I have any major problems going on at the moment I still go just to keep up and so, I have to yeah. tell you as a therapist I'm going to drop that those are the best sessions right when somebody yeah. comes up and they don't have what I call a crisis of the day or mm -hmm. you know the big stressor or the, you know the big thing they want to work through those are the best sessions that's where you can get a little deeper a little more under the hood, right? A little more in the weeds. Those are the best freaking sessions, 100%. Yeah, and I find that for myself. When I show up in my therapist, like, huh, got nothing to talk about. And then she'll ask me a question and it's like, whoosh, floodgates <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So true. Yeah, and it actually prevents getting into a crisis. Uh. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. It's like buried treasure, you know? <laughs> it, it really is it really yeah, is and, and I, i'm gonna tie that i'm gonna tie that back into this movement thing because it helps mm -hmm. me it helps people when you're feeling better psychologically you're gonna you're gonna be more able to get those shoes on and get to the gym or yeah. get out on the out on the trail on the bike right you're gonna feel more like you can do that so it's the it's a, like a feedback loop right it's like a feedback loop. it's really yeah. important 
Yeah. Actually, when I do my therapy sessions, we usually do it outside. We go hiking. Oh. <laughs> it's called um walk, talk, flow, grow, or something like that. So we go to the wildlife refuge and <laughs> walk yeah. like a three mile loop talking. And, yeah. <laughs> wow. So that never that you are limitless fit right into that, right? Because you're out there, you're moving, you're talking, you're in nature. Oh, that's beautiful. Love yeah, that. Yeah, checks all the boxes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I loved uh, Will Sprouse's story. Well, I loved it. I mean, he went through a lot. Like he got into a motorcycle accident, motorbike accident, and um, you know, he was told that he wouldn't be able to run again. Then he finally gets running again, and then he has a massive stroke. So he just keeps going. Yeah. <laughs> Energizer Bunny. Yeah. Yeah, he was amazing. I was really thankful to get to be able to get him on in that book but his story is absolutely incredible and he's still out there running contact we're in contact the other other week and he's still out there running still i mean he's recovered from so much wow incredible really incredible guy yeah yeah that's great yeah everybody here is incredible I don't know, it might be more good question, but they, are they all still with us? Do you know? Yeah, everybody, yeah. everybody, yeah. never too late is still us with us. You know? <laughs> they were out running. Sister Madonna did a triathlon up in Cleveland like last Wow. Year. Oh, she's yeah. like 90 now. <laughs> still, she's still out there doing it. That's yeah. Awesome. They're all, all still kicking. Yeah. It's so inspiring. Yeah, yeah. 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 Who doesn't want to die like that? Who for me it's like, you know, mm -hmm. if I'm gonna die, just you know, make sure I'm on the top of my mountain, you just push me off the edge, right? So <laughs> you know, isn't that what how you want to go out? You want to go out doing something that you love and 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 yep. just something that you're passionate about, right? Yeah. Isn't that the whole sure. point? Yeah. Yeah, yeah living life. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's kind of like uh Dan Taylor quote, um, I don't believe you wear out, I believe you rust out. So uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's awesome. That's so like, true. <laughs> yeah. Like people that's, the people that don't exercise say, Oh, you get you keep you get hurt and everything, but you are just sitting there, you're getting hurt on the inside. You got yeah. all these medical problems on all this medication and everything. That's not <laughs> just because it's not a broken leg or anything, it doesn't mean that you're healthy. So. Well, the whole thing too, the whole thing I think we forget sometimes, I think oh, I'm going to get into this, I think we get, we're getting soft, we're getting freaking soft, right? right. You get we're a bump or bruise or a right there or, with you. Oh my gosh, it's like, half the fuck up. I mean, we're getting <laughs> soft, right? All the social media and sitting on the couch and air conditioning and climate control yep. and cushy cars that you don't even have to show up for. I mean, it's like, oh my, <laughs> we're getting soft. Right, so when you have an injury, whatever it is, mental health, physical health, foot, autoimmune disease, whatever, we heal, right? We are designed to heal. Bones, men, skin knits back together. Muscles, you know, do their thing. We are, we are healing machines. So take the time off, care for yourself. Yeah, but you just, that is not an excuse. That is not, not I'm not going to say 100%, 90% of the time, that, that is not an excuse. No, right. Yep, yep. And Adriana's a trainer, probably hears that all the time. Oh, <laughs> oh. Hey, so do you think gonna... people are getting soft? I mean, yes. Oh, that means, just means, do you think people are getting like, like? Soft? I do. You know, I, 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 and I'm, I'm a true like, I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual. I think like attracts like. So a lot of my clients are similar to me. So like, 
they're, you know, all kind of bullshit with them about all this or, you know, so they're mm -hmm. not, you know, we, a lot of us have like minds, but I absolutely, I think people, you know, th there's the la a real big lack of resilience. And even during the pandemic, I, I was like, oh my God, I have all this time. This is amazing. And everyone's like, I'm depressed. I need Xanax. I can't get out of my house. Like, you can get pizza. People will deliver you food. I got to, I, I redid my whole fence in the yard. I was, my wife's like, stop telling everyone how much you love lockdown. Like people are going to hate you. I was thriving. It was the healthiest I was. I was doing, I was meditating every day. I, I have the key to the gym. So I did have an up on a lot of people, but I was like living my best life. Everyone else is falling yeah. apart. And I'm like, yeah. but to your point, it's like, I think people, they're not, people aren't resilient because it's like everything's scary and you have to learn how to find opportunity in a crisis because there's always an opportunity of some sort yeah and there's always going to be a crisis right there's always going to be a crisis right something's going to go someone's going to get fucked up right there's always going to be a crisis so you've got to you've got to roll with it well you've got to roll with it you've got to roll with it's it so true. yeah 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 and i think that's why i love about backpacking now because because it's so fucking uncomfortable right yeah all the weight your body's killing you you're on the ground i was in Georgia over the weekend, last weekend, um, backpacking, we did hike Blood Mountain. We stayed um, camped at the base of the mountain. It was freaking freezing. I have never been supported in my life. There's a howling wind, like probably down in the twenties with the wind chill. I was so uncomfortable that night, so cold. I don't think I've ever been that cold. Like literally thought I was gonna get frostbite in my feet. Oh. And it sucked. But the next day, right, the sun came up, such a warm, I you know, got moving, I felt started to feel a bit better. And it's like, I was so thankful for that discomfort, right? Because it just, it just, I know, it just makes you feel alive, right? It makes yeah. you feel like you do hard things. It makes you feel feel like you can, you can just conquer the world. And then we hiked the fucking mountain and got, yes. got back down, right? And it's <laughs> like, I'm going to be 60 in April, you know? That's, That's amazing. Fun. Um, so um, yeah so i think that's another thing about getting outdoors you can really get uncomfortable you know which is important do you have one of those little blow-up mattresses so i have a one-person tent and i but i bought one of those little blow-up things do you have yeah. one of those so i have a little one-person tent and i have the z pad right so the z pad is the yellow the yellow little yellow skinny pad right which is the insulated on one side and you like yellow on the other side. And then I have a little skinny blow up pad too. So I have two. And okay. generally, it's not going to be like, you're not going to be like sleeping at the Ritz, but you know, mm -hmm. it's usually doable. But it wasn't so much I was uncomfortable because I was uncomfortable. It was just the cold, the right. wind, just like gushing through the tent and the sleeping bag. And it was just, it was just the wind was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about, you probably feel the same way. Like I just, I, 52 i'm gonna be 53 later this year i feel like in my 50s i feel like better than i have in like decades i it's definitely better than the 40s like and i keep hearing that from other people that are in their 50s now that they feel much better yeah. so that's a promising sign yeah i think for me that was certainly true you know because it wasn't until i was in the 50s that i really started to work on my own crap my personal crap right the grief the loss mm -hmm. the trauma and once i started to work through that you know physically i was feeling pretty good um but mental but when you add that mental fitness on top of that 
um, it's like, you, it's just a whole nother level. And you, I don't, people don't get it until they taste it, right? But it's mm -hmm. just, it's, it's a whole nother level. It's like, it's like all the dots begin to match, right? Instead of a big, messy scatter plot, like all the dots begin to match, right? Mental health, physical health, spiritual health, financial health, right? It all begins to match. And then community. So community is really important. Again, it's about a lot of my work is about building community, right? Through books, through podcast interviews, through the Facebook stuff. Um, it's all about building like community of like-minded kind of people. Yeah. But yeah, there is a lot of like uh, positives in the online community. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, I just discovered that group when I just finished your book, Limitless. That was, a, that was good having the link there. It's like, oh, <laughs> I didn't know that was there. So yeah. Good, good. It was good to see your, your name pop up on the membership roster. So I hope you enjoy it. It's a really good group of people. It's, I call it yes. it's a small but mighty group. And it's, it's really neat group. Yeah. Yeah, very active and positive. Yeah, so I'm liking it a lot. Yeah. Yes. Uh -huh. Yeah, 100%. Yep. Yep, it's important. So what else do you have for me? Uh, Paul's got his list, so I'm uh Yeah. I know I, I have like the list of like all the the amazing people that were in it. And yeah, I love I love your story too, Kate. So um we'll let people read about that, taking off the <laughs> limitless yeah. book. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I I did enjoy the format of your book though, like you had interviewed the people, then you added at the end of each book so mm -hmm. great mm -hmm. advice and everything yeah yeah I do like to focus on like kind of motivation and in in my in never too late there's a lot about limiting beliefs and mm -hmm. kind of getting trying to get those reworked um so like you know because we all have stuff right we all have crap yeah we all have crap under the hood um for whatever reason it's you know so just working knowing what it is and then working through it yeah. I'm excited to read Limitless. I you know, I think this is like for never too late, at least this is the kind of book you can leave on your coffee table. And if you're having a day, a, you know, a fit, a fitness foupas kind of day, you know, yeah. you can take a look at it. I, and that's the thing, yeah. like kind of turn a page and look at something. I definitely yeah. I it really did. I have to say, like I read it and it was a real I'm a slow reader and I was I have ADHD. So, you know, chickens yeah. burn. Anything that makes a noise, that's I, I forgot what I was just doing. So the fact that I was able to really, I'm like, oh my God, your writing is just so, it's very easy, but it keeps me there, you know? Thank you. I, I mean, yeah. I really appreciate that because, you know, I don't, I don't know, right? Because I'm, I just, you know, I, but so thank you. I really appreciate the comment. Yeah, if, if, well, because I feel like if it's an easy read and it's entertaining, it's easy to stick with. If, it, you know, if someone, I don't, just your writing style is very easy to stick with and it's motivating. I They're really, motivating. Mm -hmm. yeah, the limitless, I'm like, now I'm like, I just got to go get this book. I can finish these other two after. Like, that's what my <laughs> right, brain yeah. is right now. <laughs> it's all right. You go play time. It's not going anywhere. It's do you, now, do you sell your books on like your site or do we have to get them on like Amazon or, or do, I can check my local bookstore and she'll probably order them anyway. I can just have her order some. So that is a great question. So the Never Too Late is pretty much available everywhere right you can get that Walmart and anywhere it's kind of wide but but most people go to Amazon because especially in this country it's easy um I am getting so right now you are limitless is only available on Amazon but I'm actually one of my focus lists today is to kind of get that loaded into other platforms other distributors so it can be available all over the world so one of my one of my my vision for you are limited because I'm so passionate about the mental health piece, the nature piece, and the movement piece is 
somehow before I die, I just want everybody to be able to have an access to a copy of that book. You are limited, you are limitless because I just so believe, right? In you know, a lot of people are suffering and I just want the, those words out there. So that said, it's going to be um, available wide. I'm getting that loaded up today, but right now Great. it's Amazon. Amazon. Okay. Oh, I'm buying it already. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And yeah. they'll be available in libraries, right? So you can go, you don't have to even buy it. You can go to the library, you can get it. It's never too late. You can get it ordered from the library. You can, sure, you can pick up a 70 second hand copy somewhere at this point. Yeah. And if anybody is hard up for money, email me. I'll send you a freaking copy. I don't care. Oh, really sweet. People to have these, these, these tools. They're tools. I want people to have these tools. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. That's awesome. Now I'll be coming on, knocking on door if I get a flood of emails asking for the book now. Don't say you listen to Journey of the Roadrunner. You're going to make us look bad. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're all Journey of the Roadrunner fans. We get free books. <laughs> Kate's publicist is going to ban us. The Vatican's banning us. <laughs> <laughs> We're a little rebellious over here. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh, I don't think I, do you have anything else, Adriana? No, I, this was awesome. I'm really, yeah, I'm, amazing. I'm really grateful you came on. Thank yeah. you. I feel like I was or something together. I think that would be a blast. Do you ever do anything like that? Any kind of community activities or group runs or group hikes or? Oh yeah, definitely. I have, yeah. um, mm-hmm. we yeah. have, um, we're doing something called the climb for air right now. It's, um, 22 flights of stairs in Providence. It's for lung, lung cancer and um, lung disease awareness. And then um, in May, May 20th, we're doing the terrain race. I have a group of people and it's all kind of all ages, all fitness levels. I usually stay in the back and keep the, I train people to do their first obstacle race. So Paul's going to do that one. Oh, yeah, we do all kinds of stuff. So where are you yeah. located? I'm in the Midwest, but I travel, I travel. I'm, I've you know, happy to travel and oh, I'm all over the place. So we I'd have, love to um, do something with you guys. That would be so much fun. Yeah, we have the Rugged Maniac. That's a, a 5K obstacle race. That's in um, September. So that's far okay. out. We do some small 5K. I've done, taken some teams on some bigger ones, but we do all kinds of stuff. We're, we just oh. like to have fun. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. How do you, how do people know? Do you post somewhere? Do you have a newsletter or how does it, how do you, um, how so do you keep I usually train out of the gym. So I, I'm not, a, I don't love social media. I have put it on my face. I, I use my Facebook just to post stuff like that only. Okay. I okay. kind of don't do much else with it. Um, okay. We talk about it on the podcast a lot. So I'll give information on the podcast. That's usually where okay. I, I advertise. So yeah. And obviously um, you can send people to the podcast or to, yeah. um, my Facebook or Paul's because he's usually doing all these races we do them together usually and we just you know I like I really love bringing people together of all fitness levels um and I teach Movnat and Movnat is a lot of that like it's natural movement so it doesn't matter what you're I've had I had a marathon runner a crossfitter a couple other random people in the class and everyone had different weaknesses and strengths and it was a real, it, it was, it was a way for everyone to level up to each other because there were some people who couldn't get down in a deep squat who you were like, what you, you do what? And you can't what? Like mm-hmm. there was just really, you know, so it's, I really like bringing different fitness levels together. And obviously at the races, I usually put some of my strongest runners, like you're in charge of the front. 
there's usually a, a group in the middle and then I stay in the back to make sure I kind of toe the line. So it, it just makes it accessible to everyone. And then we drink beer after. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Sounds wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. We'd so, love yeah. to have you out here. Yeah. Keep yeah. me posted. I haven't, I, my, one of my goals is to do some kind of epic thing in every state. And I haven't done anything in Rhode, Rhode Island yet. So I could, I could oh, definitely add that yeah. to my list. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. We have, that. um, yeah. we have something here you might like. It's, um, it's paddleboard or run. I think it's a bike. It's, but it's a paddleboard, and it's um, t it's out in Westport. I can look up a couple of things, and I'll I have your email. I'll send you some stuff because there's some pretty cool. We live near the beaches, so there's a lot yeah. of like. Then there's like one run from one beach to the other beach. There's a bike from one beach to the other beach. It's like Westport to the Cape. Like there's a lot of different stuff, so I can definitely yeah. send you some info. Yeah, that would be awesome. I'd appreciate that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, yeah, thank you. Thank, <laughs> thank you, you for having me and connecting. Let's stay in touch. You know, yeah. Paul, feel free to post in that Facebook group. You know, if you're if you're doing a run or you've got an update or something for the community, feel free to. Yeah, I'll I'll hook that up. I'll send it over there. I'll have Paul give me the link and. Okay. okay. Oh yeah, for sure. And um, do you have a website? How can people oh, right. get a so, hold of you? Yep. So um, my website is katechampionauthor.com. If you, people want to email me, katechampionauthor at gmail.com. And then the books are obviously all available on amazon.com. Yeah. Oh, I have a free hiking guide. If you get, anybody wants to start hiking, I have a free, it's a great hiking guide. Um, it's actually with a focus on women because there was a gap, gap, in the, gap in the literature around that. So that is available through my website, katechampionauthor.com. Go on there. You can download a free hiking guide. It's very cool. Lots of tips and tricks and strategies. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, and I forgot to mention the starting out or starting over. Yeah, that's a good one too. Runners, yeah, I, I need to get to that one. That one sounds amazing too. That's that's a good one good too. Same, similar kind of format. Lots of tips. There's a lot of tips and strategies in that one. Lots of kind of things you can work through on that motivation, getting that motivation built. Yep, because yep. you know that we're always going to have to start over, right? And that's life, right? We we start, we start, we start, we stop, and you just got to keep starting. You can stop, but you got to start again. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Yep, yep. Yeah, whether sure. whether it's due to injury or anything else, if you just right. like, fall flat or firm in it, yeah. <laughs> All right, yep. and then um, oh, oh, here, Adriani, want to plug um, Soul Friend Yoga? Yeah, I like to plug my company, Soul Friend Yoga. Um, we do fitness apparel, yoga mats, and partial proceeds go to fund our mission. And that's to bring yoga, fitness, and mindfulness to at-risk communities, mostly young people, but we're, we will go out to other communities. Right now, we're going to be starting back up with Youth Pride Rhode Island. We're really excited. We usually work with them in the warmer months. So uh, my email is adriana at soulfriendyoga.com. And if anybody wants to shop on our website, it's soulfriendyoga.com. And it's uh, capital S-O-U-L 20. We'll give you 20% off. And if you're on any social media, we are on Instagram, Facebook. So check us out. Wow, that sounds amazing. I will definitely yeah. check you guys out. Yes. Yeah. 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 Definitely. <laughs> the if closer like anything, for hey, awesome. Reach out yeah. to me directly. So I'll hook you up. 
Thank you. No, yeah. Yeah. Question. Exchange Question. of yoga clothes for books. <laughs> <laughs> I love the I'm always about a barter. Yeah, me too. Me too. I really appreciate your time today. It's been really, I just feel a connection and I just really appreciate Paul reaching out and reading my books. And it's been just awesome. Thank you so, so much. Both Thank of you, Kate. Just yeah, thank you for taking the time. We've been looking so forward to this. So we're so we're not disappointed, that's for sure. We love this. Oh, yeah. Thank you. So thank nice you. meeting you. Yeah, you fit in right very well yeah. with us. <laughs> yeah. I can do anything. If I can do anything to help further the word, just let me know. Yeah, you know where you know where to find me. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you. Take care. <laughs> right, awesome. you too. Bye. Bye. That was great. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's perfect for us. Like, I fucking love her. <laughs> All right. I, I should also mention I should also mention that you could find uh, me at the Roadrunner. It's R-H-O-D-E Runner at all the social medias, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and the website journeyoftheroadrunner.com. Thank you so much. Until the next time, we'll see you out on the road. And remember, be excellent to each other. And party on, dude!